ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sugg, and with me as always is Emery Ogletree II. What up, fam? What's good, fam? What's up? Back in the building, ready to get it on. All Got right. A nice little show. Yes, sir. Let's start off with talking about our man Kyrie. Um, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we all know about how um he was refusing like the vaccination to you know be able to join his team and play and then it came out i believe was that like monday monday night where it wasn't that he was anti-vax it was just that he wanted to be the voice for the voiceless and all the people out there being fired for for vaccine mandates but what what's your take on what on what Kyrie is talking about yeah. i know I'm, I'm i'm gonna defer you go first all right you, all right you go so i think that Kyrie don't know what the hell he's talking about that's what i think <laughs> i think that Kyrie just wants to have like some sort of cause that he wants to feel that he wants to think that he's smart he's wants that they use big words that like to jump on causes that he has no idea what he's talking about. He's saying he wants to be a voice for the voiceless, but he ain't talking about nothing. People ask him like, what's your stance? He's not saying what his stance is. He is just talking a bunch of nonsense. He hasn't said anything substantial regarding what he's talking about. So if he wants to be this voice for the voiceless, how come he's not out there doing press conferences, out there trumping up, you know, being that voice? We saw what Colin Kaepernick did when he got kind of blackballed for the league. He was being a voice for the voiceless. We've seen what this looks like. Kyrie ain't doing none of that. You're right, man. I, mean, I don't want to stop you. You done? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I got it off. I mean, I'm just going to go and just, you know, piggyback off of what you just said. Kyrie is a narcissist. Oh, 100%. And, that, and that's, that's my wife's word. I mean, honestly, I never used that word in my life until I, you know, I got with my wife. You know, but honestly, like, to, to look up the definition of a narcissist, look at Kyrie Irving. Like you just said, I mean, this dude, when I saw that IG post, I mean, I instantly just got pissed. I mean, the more he talked, I just kept getting angry. I'm, you saw my tweet, because I know you, you liked it on Twitter. I was like, who stole your voice? Right. Who's, who's like, who's, who's stealing what? You know, he's like, don't believe all this. Don't believe, you know, I'm retiring from the NBA. So, And, and I, said, I said in my tweet, I was like, my dude, somebody in your camp is getting this stuff out. Like, because I'm about to think all these, you know, journalists, whoever they are. I mean, I don't know these folks in the entertainment industry, you know, news industry, whatever you call it. You know, they're looking for hot takes and whatnot. But I'd like to think that they're getting their information from some source. Nobody's just going to come up and say, well, I heard Kyrie was going to retire if he had to get the vaccine. That had to come from somewhere. Yep. I'm looking at Kyrie like, dude, check your camp. Because it just didn't come out to come out. You know, so somebody in your camp is talking. If you, if you weren't the one who said it, my thing was like, if you weren't saying this stuff, what took you so long to finally say something? Exactly. What, what took you so long and you post this BS IG post? No, don't believe everything you hear. Don't believe. I'm just like, dude, I don't even believe you. You're talking right now. Kyrie Irving sitting up here and I'm not sure if you read the article about what Carl Anthony Towns said because mm -hmm. like you know I mean you know God bless Carl Anthony Towns man I mean this dude you know I mean I couldn't personally I couldn't imagine I mean sadly you know you lost mom not mm -hmm. too long ago so I mean you know it wasn't due to COVID but I mean 
this dude lost his mother to COVID along with the, you know, on the mind of other family members. So when he sat up here and said, like, look, I get it. You just don't want to take the shot, but just don't give me no BS excuse. And see, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, you sit up here, like you said, trying to make yourself seem like some scholar. Like, you're just on this high, you know, IQ type deal where your logic is just so far beyond everybody else's that you feel like when you talk, it's like nobody can, you're trying to make sure that nobody keeps up with you. Because the reason we can't keep up with you is it's just nonsense that you're talking. You don't want to get the shot because you just don't want to get the shot. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I also said, you know, on my Twitter line, because I was like, what? Kevin Durant more, he's a very good friend. I mean, I was sitting there thinking about that. I was like, this dude's a really good friend. Because I had to sit there and think, I even thought about you. We've known each other for almost 30 years now. Yeah. Almost 30 years. You know things about me that even my wife doesn't know. And I thought to myself, like, with through everything we've been through, and I told you this even before we were married, that I was like, there'll never come a day that if I thought I have something I have to say to you, then I'm going to say it. I'll say it to your face. I just, I don't care if it, you, know, you get upset or whatever else. I feel because of the bond of our friendship, we can work through anything. So <clears throat> I'm thinking about Kevin Durant, and I'm watching him in this press conference this morning, and I was like, dude, you are a good friend. You're just trying to make sure you don't make your boy look bad at all. Yep. But I'm just sitting here wondering, like, do you hold him accountable at all for the stuff he's doing to you personally? I mean, when the cameras are off and they're not even near you, like, it's just like you and me talking. Like, if you and I were to get, like, we're doing this show, right? Yep. We do this show. I expect you to show up. You expect me to show up. Now, if I just decide to ghost you one day, and I don't hit you up at all. You're going to hold me accountable to it. Like, yo, Tree, Emery, what's up? You know, you know, we had the show today. You didn't even hit me up to tell me why. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there and I give you some BS excuse. You have every right to call me out on. In fact, I would expect you to. And I'm sitting there looking at Kevin Durant like, dude, you came to Brooklyn mainly because Kyrie, you know, more or less played some influence in you coming here. Yep. So if I'm looking, if I'm, if I say, if KD was me, I'm looking at Kyrie like, man, we are, you know, in the hunt for a title. Like we have a strong shot, even though I still don't expect Brooklyn to win a title if Kyrie was there. But we have a legitimate shot and you're not coming because you simply don't want to get the shot. You know, you can say all this other stuff. And like you brought the fact of, you know, talking about, I want to be a voice for a vo voices. I mean, if Kyrie actually thought and used his brain, some of these people who have lost their jobs because their jobs went out of business. Yeah. It wasn't because they couldn't get a shot. The jobs folded. Now, some of these people where these companies hadn't folded, they intentionally quit their jobs over a shot. And like I said, how you run your life with your family is how you do it. But let's not sit here and people are being voiceless. People are making grown-ass decisions so how they want to do for their own family. Yep. The bottom line is, is business. Whether you are a school teacher, a basketball player, a trash man, whatever, you work for somebody unless you're self-employed. You work for someone. That business was there before you ever got there. They hired you to do a job so you can provide a living, a shelter, food, whatever for your family. And you decide to give all that up because you don't want to get shot because basically it comes down to you just basically don't want to be told what to do. 100%. And that's, 
And that's how I look at Kyrie. You just basically don't want to be told. You can get spew all this BS you want to. All it comes down to is you don't want to feel like you're being told what to do because you think you're so damn smart. Because at the end of the day, what is it going to mean if he just turns around, gets the shot anyway, then what was all this for? Same thing I brought up with Ben. Same thing I brought up with Ben Simmons when you and I were talking off camera. Yeah. He was all of that, and you still show up. Then what was all that for? So what was the point? And now I'm not going to throw it all on Kyrie Irving either. Steve Nash. I was looking up here on my phone. That phony, oh, tree, watch him out. That phony, cowardly cream puff of a coach. Just earlier this week on Monday, talking about, well, we're going to have to figure out how to play. You know, we know Kyrie's not going to be around half the season. We're just going to have to figure out a way to play. So this coach is sitting there basically saying, well, we'll just use him half the season. I don't want to play for a coach like that. No, not at all. And you're basically validating why this dude sat up here and said, we don't need a coach. And then here comes Steve Nash when the GM calls Kyrie out saying, no, he's done. And you saw my Twitter line, I was like, finally, somebody has a spine. So like, if this dude going to show up, get out of here. And here's Steve Nash. Well, we decided that's the best. No, dude, you said it not even on this week. We're going to find a way to use Kyrie. Yep. When he plays, he plays. When he doesn't, he doesn't. No. I, ooh, Steve, Steve Nash. Um, ooh. <laughs> Kyrie Irving just needs to go take his ass home. Get your ball literally and go home. Go home. They need to trade that dude ASAP. Well, you know what? But nobody's going to take him. Everybody keeps I, – I, I, and you're not the only person who thought that. And, it, and it, I'm, it's not that I disagree with you. But who wants the headache? Who wants it? I mean, you, this dude has basically played all his cards. Yeah, he has. You, you have played all your cards. If we go back to Cleveland, <clears throat> excuse me, where he went to four straight finals with LeBron James, four straight, 1-1, one, one, hit one of the most clutch shots in the history of the NBA finals, 1-1. One, one. Why'd he leave? Because he didn't want to feel like he was a little brother, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to Boston. Gets hurt. Okay, fine. They take LeBron seven without him. They almost went to the finals without him. He comes back the following year, and they stink. And what's his excuse? Oh, these young cats don't know how to win. What? They did just fine without you. They did just fine without you. And now you come to Brooklyn. You come to Brooklyn after, like, what, 10 months off? Because that's when the whole COVID thing was starting. You come back only just to take another break without telling anybody. And like I said, I mean, I sat here and said this. I was like, this dude is in his own mind. I'm all for self-confidence. You know, when you see the role, I call myself the main attraction. So who am I to sit here and talk about somebody's confidence? But everything within reason, dude, who the hell are you? You aren't KD. You want to talk about taking advantage of a situation that, I mean, in his own mind. This dude, like he is, wherever he thinks he is, it's not even worrying. That's why I said, Kevin Durant, hey, I salute you. I'm still not giving you no excuses, though. Oh, I don't want to hear nothing. Brooklyn, I said it on my own show before you and I started getting down. When Brooklyn was first formed, the first thing that came out of my mouth, I say, this is the most mentally weak super team in the history of the NBA, and this doesn't do nothing but confirm what I said. I'm not surprised. And that's why I said they won't win the title. And when they don't, I'm going to be the first one ready to go again. 
Ooh. Like, I still believe that they need, we, we, we need to have uh, a swap for Ben Simmons and Kyrie. Just trade headaches. If they able to do that, it is just all, everybody, what comes out a winner. What makes it so bad, though, is that Ben Simmons looks like a, like a, like a, like a potluck in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see if, if we're just, if we're just taking talent for talent, fine. But unfortunately, when you look at Kyrie, the first thing you got to think about is like, is this dude even going to show? I mean, just like he said in that little BS IG post talking about how he loves basketball. Dude, if you love it so much, then why don't you show up for your team? I mean, we have a shot at winning. You only help make us better. And I still think Brooklyn has a shot. They could win it without him. Really? Yeah, they are just as good without. But I'm just saying, you being there only helps us even more. But you've taken this stance for the voices, which really there's no real quote-unquote voices. You know, not in the regards he's coming from. Yeah. You know, people who are losing their jobs, they're cho- most of them are choosing, some of them are lo- choosing to lose their job. It's a 100% a choice. Exactly. They, they don't need a voice. They already used their own saying, I don't want the shot. Guess what their employer said? You're fired. And then do you know who we hear from? Like, I feel like all the time. Who's that? Anti-vax people. We hear from them all the time. They they have a voice. They don't need somebody to speak for them. We hear from them all the time. And the funny thing is, and I got (laughs) to, I got to, you know, uh, cite Stephen A. Smith for this and Kendrick Perkins because they actually made a very valid point. It's ironic. Those same anti-vaxxers are the same people that you know looked at people like Kyrie and LeBron or saying said, shut up and dribble. Yeah. So like I said, you, you know me, I, I I can't stand a hypocrite. Wow, I can't stand a phony. Put it that way. I, I can't. A fake cat, I can't stand. Stay away from me. So you're okay with the same people who told you to shut up and dribble. Because y'all on the same page on this particular, you know, topic, yep. it's okay now. You can roll with them now because you don't want to get a shot. They don't want to get the shot. But these are the same people who told you to shut up and dribble. Yeah. I mean, that's enough for me to be like, um, I'm looking at you sideways. Like, you just told me to shut up and dribble. What makes you think that we're on the same page now? It's the same people that are telling him to, like, you know, stand up to the system, like protests, like, you know, stand up for your rights are the same ones that were yelling at Colin Kaepernick when he was doing the same thing. I'm not putting Kyrie Irving nowhere near the same breath as Colin Kaepernick. Oh, I mean, they are total opposites. They don't belong nowhere. And that's that's all I didn't even want to bring it. The same people that are, 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 are trumpeting him are the same people that was yelling at Colin Kaepernick. It's the... So when when they when they are not on your side, you should know that you're doing something wrong. No, I said no excuses. I don't. I honestly don't care what Kyrie does. Yeah, that's that's just where I'm at. I don't care. You know, and people always want to talk about it. If 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 I just focus on his basketball talent, not taking from a portal, if I just look at pure basketball, this dude is a talent. He by by all accounts, if he actually truly just focused on his game and played. We should be talking about a dude who could arguably be in the top 10 point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. If we just talk, if we just focus purely on basketball, he's that talented. He is. But his focus is on everywhere else. And I'm not saying you can't have outside focuses outside of hoop. Of course you can. But when it's time to do a job, it's time to do a job. And your employer said, this is what the mandate is now. 
because he said in his IG post, well, I went into the season thinking that everything was cool and then they changed it on me. Well, guess what? That's your employer. They they can do that. You know, I have jobs. When I have my job, you know, work different jobs where they said that they changed stuff on us. Did I like it? Sometimes I didn't. But guess what my only other option was? Quit. Quit. It looked me dead in my face. Yeah, we hear you. We understand you don't like it, but guess what? We're still going to do it anyway. So either you tell us what we, you know, either you do what we tell you, or guess what? You can find another employer who you know meet the needs that you think you need because it won't be here. Yeah. And that's what it is for Kyrie Irving. It's like, I don't care whatever BS excuses you try to give, you know, on that IG post where they change the narrative. Dude, so what? That is your job. So trying to, you know, put you no know, lipstick on a pig by saying I'm becoming a voice for the voices when there really is no way your voice is getting stolen. No one's stealing anything. Like all this just comes down to the fact you just didn't want to get a shot. To the point that, you know, basically, like I said, KD must be a very good friend. Because like, if I'm KD, like, like, and I'll wait for us to get along. Like I said, you, you saw, I'm not sure you saw that press conference, that interview he did. He went out his way to make sure he didn't put him in a bad light. He is a good friend. I saw it. But I am 100%. And I don't, I don't know Kevin Durant, but just from what I know of him, he treats basketball 100% serious. So right. if Kyrie is screwing with his chance at a championship, I 100% believe Kevin Durant is saying something to that man. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just Like I said again, I mean, personal story, you know this better than anybody. We were we were a trio back in the day coming up. Mm-hmm. Now, something happened along the way. I don't know. Between the, the third part of what was our trio there for a while. Don't know what happened. I went to this to the, to the third part of our trio. I'm not going to throw his name out there out of respect. And I went to the person that sat there and was like, dude, is everything good? Like, I'm going off your word. You look at me in my face, you tell me it is, but then you show me something different. To the point where, like, so I'm sorry, I lose respect for you, then to the point I just cut you off. I can't roll with you like that because you sat there and tell me one thing, but you do another. And I'm looking at KD like, dude, you really are a good friend because the dude brings you to Brooklyn so y'all can go compete for a championship. Y'all bringing James Harden. Like, everything's in place. And now this dude is, like, saying, I'm not coming back. And you're just, I mean, you can't tell me KD's just not looking at him like, I get what you're saying, but what about us? I thought you were my boy. But if he's just going to be okay with it and just let his boy do what he does, I said, then KD, you are a better man than me. Because I'm sorry, <laughs> as much, I'm a private person. You know that. Yep. But <clears throat> if he did that to me, oh, I'm just going to tell the truth. Yeah. I would go join Embiid on Ben Simmons. <laughs> that that would be me. Like, like seriously, no, I'm I'm ticked. I I want him to be here. I get the fact that he's not happy about the mandate. I get that. But we have a bigger goal here. I want him here. Yeah. I'm not saying nothing to you that I didn't say to his face. So I mean, don't worry about no headlines. Stuff like that. He already knows what I'm saying because I already said it to him. He knows. I'm not happy with the fact he didn't show up. That's me if I was KD. Yeah. I said, but KD, like I said, KD went out his way just to make sure that he did not make his boy look bad. I'm just like, you know what? That's fine. That's your right. That's your boy. But at the end of the day, no excuses from me. If the Brooklyn Nets don't win one title, 
oh, I'm, I'm just going to sit back and be like, I, I didn't think they were going to win one anyway. But, but now more so, oh, I'm going to be ready to double down. And oh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you who I'm ready to hear go off at any moment on Kyrie. And Ooh. that's James Harden, because Kyrie is effing with his legacy. James Harden hasn't gotten close to a championship. This is his best shot. I mean, it is. I mean, I mean, and I hear and I hear exactly what you're saying. And I mean, by all, he would have the right to. Like I said the only reason I wouldn't expect him to go off is because once again, they're still good enough to do it without him. Yeah. But now, if, if, now, if and now, if anything, what I would like, what I would, what I would like to hear, I'm not saying it would happen. Let's just say hypothetically, they win the championship without Kyrie. Then I want to hear some real feelings. Oh yeah. I want to hear some real feelings then. Because Kyrie is Kevin Durant's friend. That ain't James Harden, boy. And Kyrie better not get a ring either. I wouldn't give him one. No. If they win without Kyrie, he better not even get a ring. No. I don't see how you could be in the front office and be okay with giving him one. That's why they got to trade. You got to get this dude. I, I would I would field offers. I would see what's out there. I'm, I'm just telling you, like I said, as from a town, of course, everybody would probably want them. But like I said, after this last night, I can't see no front office with a straight face saying, oh, we'll take him on. They're going to take him on. It's going to be basically like what Dwight Howard went through when he uh, got brought back to the Lakers when they won that championship. Mm-hmm. He got brought in on stipulations. Like, yeah. look, you got to meet these criterias. And we already see how Kyrie gets down with, with what's going on with this COVID shot. He doesn't want to be told what to do. <laughs> so, so who's gonna trade for him? Man, some somebody he's not worth that. Sacramento. He's not, he's not worth that. <laughs> I, I, I still say perfect trade, Ben Simmons for Kyrie. Problem child I, I, for problem child. On on face value, like I said, hey, Brooklyn would come away like bandits. Sure would. They, they would they would come away like bandits. But like I said it's <laughs> I, I don't Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, man. It's just all he, that dude just is, is annoying. Just thinking, just watch him run his mouth. It's like, dude, you were saying a lot of you talking a lot. You were saying nothing. I said, all all this stuff is going on. He's basically your control. I'd be I'd be no more fine with it if you just kept it real. You just don't want to get the shot. Don't give me no excuses on why you just don't want to. There are tons of people out here. I don't want to get the shot because I just don't want to. That ain't deep enough for Kyrie. You know, you got to go deep. And, that, and that's all it is, man. <laughs> that, 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 that's all it is. <laughs> like I said, I mean, you're going to sit here and say, well, I'm not anti-vax. Well, technically, yeah, you are. How are you going to sit and say you're not anti-vax when you're not getting the shot anyway? Yeah. You, you're, you are anti-vax. <laughs> like, you can easily cool. get the shot and still be a voice for the voiceless if you was really about that life. But it's just saying, but what voices is he talking about? None. There's, there's two. There's two sides to it. People have lost their jobs either because that company folded, or the fact of the matter is their employer said, "Get the shot, or you can't work here," and they chose the latter. So that's a choice. And like I said it's just like anything. It's like it's like trying to teach your child, you know, how to be disciplined. I told you clean your room or you can't go outside. You don't clean your room, guess what? You don't go outside. Why are you gonna feel bad for the child? I told you what you need to do. In this case, I'm the authority. Yeah. No different than your job. Your boss, tell, when you go to work and your boss tells you to do something, you generally do it. If you don't, guess what? Boss, employee. <laughs> 
That means I got a lot more rope than you do. Damn. I can let you go. You can't let me go. You can go to HR to be your best shot, but guess what? You better have a strong case. Yeah. This kills me, man. Just, oh. And, and, the, and the biggest thing, I mean, my last thing on that, I mean, the biggest thing about all this, you know, and this is just, just not even just Kyrie, just in general, this is my two cents. It's just like people are just, some of these people are just being so selfish. It's just about them. Whether because they just don't want to take a shot because they don't believe in it, they they whatever their reasons may be, and it's like I said again, you could be all right if you didn't get the shot and you get COVID. But again, what if you end up giving it to someone else and they're not all right? Mm-hmm. Then what? Then what? Are you just gonna sit there and be like, what? My bad? My bad? Yeah. Like that. That's the most you will give me. My bad. No, make it the, get out of here. You mentioned his name earlier, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. I think every NBA player, you know, should have, who who was unvaccinated. It's only I want to say like twenty to twenty five of them left who haven't got a shot. Need to all holler at Carl Anthony Towns. But honestly, I mean, it's not like they don't know. Even they didn't holler at him. It's not. It's not like they didn't know. I mean, that's that made world news. I mean, yeah. if you if you didn't know, it's just because you didn't care. And let's just be real. I mean, it's not just NBA. I mean, this is pe- people in life. life. It's no yeah. different than the it's no different than the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, George Floyd getting killed in the middle of the street on camera, screaming for his mother. But yeah, there were people out here who just went on about their lives like nothing happened. Yeah. Why? Because they didn't care. Why? Why is everybody upset? Exactly. So I mean, like I said again, it's just it, it just kills me. You you'll never make it make sense for me. On why people just won't get this shot. I said, because all you're doing is thinking about you. You just you just thinking about you. You don't care about how you could possibly affect someone else. I mean, like I said, I'm vaccinated. I know you're vaccinated. Like I said, I, I did it mainly because I want my you know my my wife to be safe, you know, my two-year-old son. You know, I mean, obviously he can't be vaccinated, so I want to be as safe as possible for him. My unborn son who won't be you no know, due in January. I mean, but also at the same time, I don't want to necessarily go out here and be you no know, detrimental to some other people, even if I don't know you. For what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, my my man, my family is my main priority. But at the same time, if I can look out for somebody else, why not? I'd appreciate you do that. I don't have to, I don't expect you to, but I appreciate it. But if you choose not to, I mean, like I said, just just keep it real with me so I know how to approach you. Yeah. And even like the people who are you know, vaccinated. If you were unvaccinated and you are like, you know, you pretty much stay separate. When you do go out, you go masked up, but for the most part, you kind of self-isolating just to kind of keep yourself and others safe. I am 100% with you. Like, I understand there's some people out there that are fully like, we are just anti-vax. We don't get any kind of vaccinations. If you are those people and you are staying safe, go right ahead. But I don't like those people who, you know, just be out there maskless out in the world, out there raw dogging it out in the grocery store, no mask. Like, them are the cats who I have a problem with. Yeah, I'm with you, fam. No, I said, so Kyrie Irving, I said, for all I care, I said, Kyrie Irving never played another game. I wouldn't care. Yeah. It, it, we, we could do a, a 30 for 30 talking about, you know, the, you know what, what could have been with Kyrie Irving. This 100% I, will be a 30 for 30 in about five years. I don't. I No, I, I, I just couldn't watch it. Because if, if if he ends up talking on it, I couldn't watch it. I, I would turn it off. Oh no, if, he ain't gonna speak because he don't speak now. I'm just sitting there saying, 
if he if he if he somehow because he has the bread for it decides to come out with his own documentary oh god like please don't don't ask me to watch it with you don't don't even bring it up if i see a commercial i'm immediately gonna change the channel like i don't want to hear none of this this clown has to say it's, it's a shame i said i really want to for me it's just like look dude i really want to just keep it the hoop but like the more he talks it's just like i, I can't just look at you just as a hooper yeah i, I can't it's just like dude like dude it's like you you make no sense at all and now i said now that you basically have shown where you stand i told a former teammate of mine of this earlier it reminded me of another former teammate you know uh my when i was in, in college I went to bat for that teammate. He got kicked off the team. And my college coach was basically like a Steve Nash himself, you know, cream puff, fake. But he asked me, this, so like, should we bring him back? I'm like, sure. You know, because I was just loyal. You know, me and this dude came in together. And I you know he's like, you know, you can tell him to come back. And then I, I went to him. I was like, yo, yo, man, like, you know, coach said you're back. But I need you. Like, understand, like, don't. Like, don't play me. Like, understand, like, you're, you're, you know, you're crucial to us. Like, you, not, I need you to you know to show up. Like, be the player I know you are. I got you. <clears throat> then I look up, not even three games later, this dude does the same thing all over again. <laughs> I'm just like, man. And, and, so that, and that's when I just learned my lesson. And like I said, I, and I, you know, like I said, only KD will know at the end of the day. Like I said, I, if how they stay friends through this, like I, said, I think will only determine in how it results in Brooklyn. Yeah. I'll tell you what, KD better be ready. If it don't work out, oh, he's 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 public enemy number one. <laughs> and you know he don't like to be talked about, but at the end of the day, you know what? Some of that 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 angst, some of that ire needs to go towards your boy Kyrie because he left you hanging. Yeah. He left you hanging. All right. Let's transition from somebody who's not working to somebody who just came to work. <laughs> ben Simmons has ended his his holdout and is showing up unannounced back to philadelphia <laughs> what's your take uh, i mean i think that it was it was needed i think he had to play um even if it's just for like a couple weeks so they can find like a trade partner but him just sitting at home wasn't gonna help anybody but he still gotta go it still ain't gonna work absolutely because you know why he, he burned the bridge yeah i mean I, like I said, I was I was talking to uh, someone about this, you know, earlier today, and like I said, like I said in the, in the last topic we just had, it's like you did all that for what? For what? For what? What I mean? What, like honestly, let's break it all down. You were you were talking real tough, real slick, you no know, chest all out. I'm not coming back. I'm gonna I'm gonna give up millions. I'm not coming to this. I'm not coming to that. Okay, that's how you feel. You're not coming. I'm, I, I just sat back. I mean, my biggest thing was this. All this because you got your feelings hurt. 100%. That's all it's about? You got your feelings hurt? I mean, it's just, like I said, I, I know I bring up my college days a lot, but I mean, but I, I play even in high school when you were around that time. And even when I did play a little bit in the pros, it's just these fragile cats. Like, I can't hold you accountable, especially you're supposed to be the star. But you went through all of that. Now all of a sudden you just suddenly come back. I told <laughs> the person I spoke to earlier today, I was like, if I was Joel Embiid, and in fact, if I was any one of those you know, men in, in, in that locker room, man, the only way Ben Simmons could ever get my respect back, yeah, he can go out there and have to like ball completely control out of crazy, you know, crazy, 
But I'm talking about in practice, he may almost have to fight me. Mm-hmm. I would have close, I would always have no respect for Ben. If I'm Joel Embiid, the first time I see Ben Simmons, I'm just gonna call him out. Come here, because it's already out there now. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said what I said. We always have to you know, pamper up to you. Everything had to go your way. You soft. I mean, you don't want to be here anyway. So what should I care? You already put it out there. I said, I, I hate a fraud. I hate a, I hate people who say one thing and do another. And you want to look in your face and be like, oh, uh, what I meant was, no, you said what you said. Yeah. Ben Simmons should be held accountable. I said, if I was anybody in that locker room, I mean, this dude, you are a straight clown. Yeah. You are, you are a joke. I think whatever team you end up going to, you need to assign that man a therapist. I mean, but I look like you're, you're, you're right. It was just like, my dude. Let's, let's think about the, the two quotes that were said. Joel Embiid was asked, when did the tide of the game turn? When we gave up or missed a dunk, well, it should have been a dunk, and threw it back out and didn't score. We knew who he was talking about. 100%. And then we go to Doc Rivers. Can you win with Ben Simmons? I don't know. And then here's you no know, Doc, and I love Doc. Doc is gonna, as a future Hall of Fame coach. But Doc, you meant what you said. Don't be coming back here trying to, you know, clean things up. Or what I what I was trying to say was, no, you meant what you said. I I knew what you were saying. And the bottom line is that, and you know, I was never to that level of a player. I know I felt what being a star was like, even a little bit. <clears throat> but I was never to that level where I was coddled. Yeah. You know, and I just had the thoughts on myself like. God, is that what happens? Like when you just get to that level, when you're just that good? Because I, I, I told I told you this off camera. I was like, if you no know, Trey or Zeke, you know, it doesn't even have to be basketball, whatever sport. If they get that high to that level, I'll be damned. They sit up here and tell me they're gonna pass up on this because you got their feelings hurt. I'm like, where do I fail you? I ain't raise you to be that soft. I'm I, like, I would. They could be grown, and I would sit here and take my fist and put it in their chest. Like, what is wrong with you? You're giving up millions because you got your feelings hurt? What? 100% was going on. Somebody called you out? And it wasn't even bad. It was all facts. That's what I'm saying. It's like, did you or did you not show up in the moment? If you didn't, what else is there to say? You didn't. You didn't show up. What are you mad about? If anything, that should put you back in the lab. But see, some of these you no know, new school cats, they are just so soft. See, it's not, you, know, you don't see too many, you know, Kobe's and like that, but they talk bad about Kobe. Like, what? Huh, I'm in the gym. Yeah. Coming back. Now, let's get it. I heard what you said. I mean, MJ's, I mean, you can go across all sports of the old school cats who are like, oh, you, you said that? Oh, I got you. But these cats want to get in everything, want to take their ball and go home. Oh, cream puff Ben Simmons. I, I, I would have liked to interview his dad myself. Like, dude, you, I mean, I know I'm all for like, you know, you know, he, your son is grown. He's making millions of dollars. But how did you feel when your son sat up here and said he was going to sit at home, waste millions? <laughs> like, this isn't like comes every day. Yeah. Like, this, this, is, this is a blessing. The opportunity that he has 
He's just going to give it up because he got his feelings hurt. I mean, it, I, and I, I would want it to be off the record. I want him to tell me how he really felt. You yeah. can't tell me his dad didn't call him out or his parents in general didn't call him out. Well, like, what the hell is wrong with you? I read an article today about Ben Simmons where they were saying that he potentially may have been trying to get out of game seven um, because uh, there was the team masseuse was positive with COVID. And uh-huh. nobody saw the masseuse that weekend. Um, but Ben Simmons said that he was in contact with her and he had to get tested. And then he was like kind of cleared last second to go play when he tested negative. You know what, though? I mean, and, I, and I'll just say, I'll put it to you this way. I don't respect that if that's true, obviously. But I would have rather live with that. Yeah. Go ahead and tuck your tail and run. And we'll just go ahead and play without you. But if you show up and you still can't get it done. Let's say if you don't want, if I had any teammate, if you just didn't want to play, I said, the me now, oh, if I could have my playing days back, do you know how different it would be? Oh, from Wynwoods to Charleston to all my, oh, man. I, hey, it would have it been a brouhaha because I'm calling everybody out. Coaches too. Yeah. It's just like, dude, the, the bottom line is this. You get paid millions of dollars. And let's be real. Your biggest angst is the fact you can't shoot. And you still want to work on your game? I mean, you you, you have already just, it just goes to show that you just settled. Yep. I, say, I mean, and, and I say, I mean, and, and I'm, not, I'm sure Ben Simmons isn't the first one. It's just that right now, this is he's the one in the spotlight. I'm sure there have been tons of NBA players, guys who made it to the league, who were just content with, just give me the money. I don't even care about working on my game anymore. I'm going to do just enough to get by, which sucks. Because if any young bucks who are listening to us right now, man, work on your game because you want to be the best at your craft. I, when I played, I worked on my game because I wanted to be the best player I could be. Yep. I was Max never settled. Max out your talent. Right. I, I never settled. And it's not just in sports. It's in anything. If it's a passion, if it's something that you love to do, do it to the best of your ability. If you, there's always a way to get better. This dude just didn't want to get better. He didn't want to work on his game. He's paid millions of dollars to play hoop. And he's the same player he was from the first day he came in. And was willing to give up millions because he got called out for exactly doing what he didn't do. Yeah. You didn't do it. Dude. I mean, I, I saw, I remember that game. When he gave up, didn't shoot that layup over Trey Young. I, I mean, I just yelled like, what? <laughs> I forget how many shots he took in game seven, but I know for a fact he took 10 shots total for games five and six. I said. And your second best player can't do that. Cream, cream puff. And I believe Joel Embiid 100% when he said they got rid of Jimmy because of, of Ben Simmons. I believe him 100%. Yeah, because you see what Jimmy Butler's built like, and I bet he did ruffle Ben Simmons the wrong way. So he ran, talked to you know his you know work daddy. Will you get him alone? No, he's hurting my feelings. You, oh, you cream pop. Yeah, like when they did not offer uh, Jimmy Butler that contract. Like, man, what is the matter with y'all? So I sitting there looking like this is a title contender. Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, and, and when they let him go, I'm like, really? And they haven't released so that man yet. Y'all took the world, well, the eventual world champions, seven. It took 
a prayer from Kawhi in the corner, excuse me, to win that series. You would think you'd want to run it back. Yeah. But this dude in his field, man, take your, oh, take your Australian cream puff boomerang. Oh, get out of here, dude. Just get out of here, Chief. Oh, you're so soft. That team was perfect. You had Joel and B to kind of do the heavy lifting for the three quarters. You had Ben Simmons just doing all the intangibles and Jimmy to bring it home. All you got to do is work on your game. That's not a lot to ask. And you've been paid millions to get up and go shoot a damn basketball. 15-footer. That's all he need. 15. I, I made a lot less than him and loved every minute of it. Just to get out of bed and go who? Go work on my game. <laughs> Literally, I, I was just that happy. Yeah. Just to get out and wasn't making nowhere near what Ben Simmons is making. But I had no problem to get up and go put in work. Something that I've been doing for free. Did for free a lot longer than before I ever got paid for it. But like I said, I, I guess it's just something about when you when you get to that level, man. Like I, said, I guess it just it, you know they say what money just makes you who you really are. Yeah, we see what Ben Simmons really is. He, he he's a he's a cream puff. Finally, like I said I, I don't care. I don't care. They do trade him. Go Sacramento. Like I said, you no, know, we you know we talk a little bit about uh <laughs> this top seventy five is supposed to be coming out this year. I better not see Ben Simmons' name on there. No, oh, he ain't gonna be on there. Not at all. I better not see Ben Simmons' name nowhere. I better not even see him nominated. I don't want to sit there and talk about, is it debatable? Ben? No, no, that that coward don't belong nowhere near top 75. <laughs> <laughs> he won't shoot the ball. No. Nah. <laughs> what are we going to put him in the top 75 for? You ain't know if he'll shoot. And then, like, here's the crazy thing. Like, for people who, who they say, like, can't shoot, right? Right. You usually have to tell them to stop shooting. Like, the Pistons were always yelling at Ben Wallace, like, don't shoot. But Ben Wallace would stay trying to pull up shots at, in, you know, inconvenient times. Giannis on the Giannis, your, your boy, Russ, doesn't have the most reliable jumper, but Russ stay pulling. I mean, but, but Giannis is the best example I can think of. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is past finals. This dude couldn't throw a rock in the ocean. From the three-point line at the free throw line, but guess what? He stepped. He kept going back. And I mean, I mean this respectfully, but this dude had dementia. He didn't remember nothing. Like, nothing. Okay, nothing. And then when it was winning time, he goes up there and turns into Larry Bird, Mark Price, Rick Barry, Steph Curry, all in one. He goes seventeen for nineteen. And you can't even get your metal frame together because you no, know, basically you got called out. By, by a teammate of equal rank. That's the thing, too. I mean, look, like I said again, I've, I've been a star, too. But see, I'm, I'm open to criticism. I was open to criticism. My thing was this. Like, if you're going to hold me accountable, I should be able to hold you accountable as well. So, I mean, it was Joel Embiid, you're, you're, you know, basically your partner in crime. Y'all both stars. Yeah. What are you getting mad about? It wasn't like it was the bench player who called you out. And your coach held you, account- and your coach held you accountable by saying, I don't know. I said, you want to really get mad? Come back and prove it wrong. Exactly. But no, you want to stay home. Just, I don't know. I said, like my old teammate said, he, he said it's, it's a Kardashian curse. <laughs> yes. 
I was like, I, I forgot he was with one of them. He's, he's like, it's a Kardashian curse. I, said, I can't even put that. I'm not going to put that in the Kardashians, but I just, that's what he said. I just had to laugh. I think he just saw how heated I was getting about it. He's like, man, it's a Kardashian curse. But it, we laugh. We joke. We kid. But there may be some truth to that. I, I'm, y'all, so silly, man. I, I, I will not entertain that. It does is crazy. I mean, we all saw what happened to Kanye. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, no comment, man. No comment. I said, right, go, do, go do some push-ups, being something. <laughs> you know, get, go get you one. Of the, what's that new thing I saw LeBron pumping the Teclon or something? That at-home gym. System? Oh yeah, the at-home gym membership. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, go go get you one of those, Jim. Uh, Ben Simmons. Tell, tell LeBron to you know give you the discount. You know, that way you can stay at home and you know try to put some get some muscle on that bird chest of yours. Yeah, man. What he need is a papa shot. That's what we need. He need to get a papa shot in his, <laughs> his basement. <laughs> um, That's what he need. Yeah, make it a game. Make it a game. But uh let's go on to our, our third and final topic, and that is the, the situation with John Gruden, the now former head coach of the Oakland Raiders. So man, I, I'm. It, it's been I, I've seen like on the on TV a lot of people doing like the serious takes and all that, but I, I've seen I see the funny in it. You know what I mean? I don't know about you, but I've never just been firing off racist emails before. Like, what kind of emails? Is, who emails this kind of stuff, man? Like, and that's people going like, if you go back in my emails ten years, you'll find stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, like anybody, like. Who is sending these kind of emails? I have never sent a racist email in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, well, speaking for myself, I like to think I haven't sent a racist email, but I'm not going to turn out like I've never sent an email that probably had some vitriol in it. I know. I, I, I've, I've done that, you know, but to the point, I mean, but, the, and, but the, no, on a serious note, I mean, let's not act surprised, man. I mean, once again, we're talking about the complexion for the protection. Mm-hmm. I mean, the NFL... I don't know what they call it, no, no, no good old boys club. I mean, if anything else, that, it was just reinforced when you just hear about this stuff. Yeah, and one hundred percent, him just talking about uh, uh, D. Smith, the the executive for the NFLPA, that was not going to get him fired. And it's and, when it came out, he was talking about you know the LBGTQ community, um, the racism thing, and the commissioner. And just being like sexist, that's yeah, when it all exactly that that's what got him fired. You're right. But then but even at the same time, I mean the only thing it really even got down there is because what really killed the funny to me was how the old boy who used to be a general manager for the Washington football team, he felt so comfortable, he used a company email. Right. Like in that in that pretty pretty like you no know, common knowledge, like you're gonna say anything, well, do it on your own personal email. They just firing these things off. I mean, on company. Can, the, the question you feel that relaxed. I can send this stuff on the company email and won't nothing happen to me, right? And for 10 years, nothing did exactly, <laughs> nothing did happen. But once it came out, you know, and that, and that was from Gruden's personal email, yeah. Now, now, like I said again, what you do in your personal time is your personal. If it comes to light, you just got to live with the consequences of that, but. The fact that he was interacting interacting with this dude from the Washington football team, I, what, what surprised me more than anything is just like, well, John, wouldn't it just, you know, why weren't you just like, yo, like email me from your personal email, like don't be using this, right? 
but you don't know like the NFL doesn't have access to it, but it doesn't even matter. Now that it's out there, John Gruden had to go, even though it took all you know the extra for it to happen. But it's just like again, yeah, they should go through all the emails of the NFL. See what those guys were saying. Oh, they need to release them emails. We like every last one. I mean, it's almost similar to a topic we did on a um show you no know, a while back, I think episode four. Remember we were talking about racism in baseball? Yep. You know, and we were talking about how like people talk amongst their culture and stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's a way, like, you know, black folks or black folks talk to each other, whether it be like using the N-word between each other and stuff like that, or even referring to another culture. That's just between them. Like there's like a certain understanding, like, you know, you know what you're talking about. Okay. But it's just like when I think about you no know, the NFL, once again, you have pretty much mostly, which is majority, I think there's what there's one minority owner in the nfl yeah jacksonville right but the rest of them are white boys yep or white men excuse me that's why i just I, i'm not surprised to know this stuff is that not but now it's on the open let's just see because the question would then become then then what's next okay you go through all the emails you see you no know, say they find more stuff so then what do you do yeah because they're already um they've already taken some of the day-to-day responsibilities from the owner um i don't know and it's hard to kick an owner out i mean but i mean, I mean the, the sad part is that the thing with washington has been going through a bunch of stuff for like the last five to seven years this is why the emails is coming out this is all a part of that i mean let's i mean they can't win nothing on the football field but with all the drama they got going off the field i mean it's even worse I mean, the thing about, I mean, the reason why you can't really compare, like, the Patriots to something like this is that the Patriots will win. And winning cures everything. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick got, you know, caught taping and, and stuff like that and deflated footballs. But guess what? They still kept winning. Yep. Now, you got bums in Washington. Well, they had the, what, the sexual misconduct, you no know, uh, lawsuit. Cheerleaders, yep. Cheerleaders, you know, and now with this email, I'm sure there's some other stuff in there I'm missing, too. But, I mean, you got all this stuff and what, Daniel Snyder, that's the owner's name? Yep. I mean, he's basically, he's pretty much the, um, help me, what was my old boy's name who used to own the Clippers? Uh, Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling, thank you. He, he's basically Donald Sterling. I mean, he should be. It's like, what else do you need to basically just get out from under this? I mean, I know this might be a, no, this is a family-owned business, but once again, consequences. There's got to be consequences for your actions. Yeah. I don't care if his father did on the team before him. <laughs> his dad should have taught him better. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm just saying, but again, this is a grown man. <laughs> this is what you let happen on your ship. Yeah. You're the captain. This is what you let fly. And then did you see what they tried to do? Uh, this Well, I guess it came out today before, like, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got me. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. I said it exactly myself. I told Michelle. I mean, and my wife doesn't know. She, I mean, she watches a little bit of sports, but I, I said the, the moment I saw it, I was like, see? It's like, see? I was like, this ain't nothing but PR. Yeah. It's distracting. And, and this just makes you look even worse. So bad. Now, I even said that. I thought to myself, I was like, did they ever announce Sean Taylor was getting uh, no. retired early in the year? No. I, was, I didn't think so either. 
Because all of a sudden, we're doing it Sunday. No. <laughs> they ain't tell his family. Like, like, who do you think you're fooling? You look even worse. Right. But I'll say it again. And when I say this, let's keep this in mind. <clears throat> it's not that I'm saying, how am I going to put this? I mean what I say when I say that you've got the complexion for the protection. That's coming from my experiences as a black man based off the history I've learned and just the things I've seen in my own personal life. That, you know, when you're white, you get away with certain stuff that those of us of other minorities simply couldn't. And what they're doing now with Sean Taylor, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm not saying that Sean Taylor doesn't deserve it. No, he does. It's, a, it's, a, it's such a smack in the face to his memory. I'm like, don't use this man who was murdered <clears throat> as a scapegoat. Yeah. That's all you're doing. You're just trying you're, to use him are, as, are, as a shield. You are disrespecting this man's memory by trying to do this to take heat off you. Right? Yep. Look at us. We're putting him in the in the ring of honor. Let's and talk about of, this. Of, of all the players you could have put in, because there are other players, you know, that aren't in the ring of honor that played for okay. Washington. But of all the people you choose, you choose this brother who was murdered in his own home, defending his family. And on top of that, he was a black guy. Come on, man. Yeah. Come this on, man. This is 100% just a, as a shield. If you had said Doug Williams, maybe I'd have gave you a little bit more rope. But you went to Sean Taylor? I mean, th th that's a stretch, man. They, like, they should have just owned it, man. Own your mistakes. You don't got to put anybody's jersey in. You can just wait until, you know, one, give everybody notice. I mean, because well, the fact of the matter is because the old boy who did the emails with Gruden doesn't even work for them no more. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you, I mean, he won't say it out in public. Man, but you can't tell me Daniel Snyder didn't reach out to old boy. Who used to be general manager? Be like, what the did you do? Like, what are you doing here? He probably sounded like, well, Daniel, you know, I did. I just didn't think it would come back to bite us. Well, yeah, clearly it did. <laughs> Why didn't you delete it? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know. I bet you a conversation like that went down. Oh yeah, he definitely called him. Down. I bet you, Daniel Snyder picked up the phone. He called it. He probably cussed him out. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. He did. He's like, you were about to cost me. Once again, if nothing happens and Daniel Snyder still owns the team past, no, I, I, nothing's going to happen to him this season. Yeah. But if he still owns the team within the next two years, then, man, like I said, I, I'm I'm just so it's, – it's so sad because you're not surprised. Yeah. But I'll be just low-key done. Like, man, like, what else do you need to see? I mean, because it's so hard to get other people in there, and let alone as owners into the NFL, but a minority at, at that? Yeah, there and I seriously doubt, and I want them to to release the emails, but I seriously doubt they'll release the emails oh, because if they release, they're gonna fight that too. And now you hear me? The, the league them, will fight. All the other teams will fight that because if you make them release their emails, all then the that millions. means everybody is up for grabs. Jerry, Jerry Jones ain't having it. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Jones probably <laughs> got his lawyers on speed on speed dial. Yeah. I mean, we've mentioned his name before in this podcast episode, but this is exactly why the NFL settled with Colin Kaepernick because they were going to get them emails in discovery and the league do not want them emails to see light. Man, they, right now they got their IT guys working overtime. You hear me? 
scrub it all scrub it all like do a search for the n-word and scrub every email with it you're right I'm, I'm sorry and it's not it's not funny but it, it is i'm telling you all oh, man look they're they, they, those only gonna fight tooth and nail boy they got all the billions of dollars they're gonna have all kinds of lawyers through there you know okay. how many how many how many, how many I mean, lawsuits are going to be, like, be counter lawsuits are going to be throwing up. It'll be throwing all kind of roadblocks. You want to come email. out and it'll just be like redacted, redacted, redacted. It'll just be black marks all yeah. over. It'll be extensions after extensions after uh. extensions. It's like, man, oh my God. But no, nah, right. I mean, Gruden, obviously, he had to go, man. He, he, he had to go. And, I mean, and like, I said, and like you said again, I mean, it's not like the owner wanted to fire. I mean, you heard the, what the owner said. Yeah. The NFL knows the answer. It's like, what? That's because the NFL was, I could, this is what the NFL said. They said, handle your mans or we will. I mean, that's, that's exactly that's, what went down. That's basically just this dude just passing the buck. Mm-hmm. That's a, like I said, basically, he's like, if I ain't did it, I ain't in it. Like, I hired him, you know, didn't necessarily want to fire him, but he did wrong. So, the only thing left for him to do was to resign. Yeah. The NFL pretty oh. much said, like, get rid of your mans or we will. It, and you he, don't want us to. He was like, I just want to stay out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like I said, the more smoke this is picking up, like I said again, I, you, you know there's going to be something in those emails. But, my, uh, but I, like I said again, even if there is, what's going to happen? It just what's depends on who, who they were talking to. If, if they were talking to people who are still in the league, um, because I know the, the guy for Washington, of course, he ain't in the league right now. He doesn't well, have I mean, a team. But, but who, who's sending these emails to them? Like, you know, because these are just 10 years worth of or all the emails from from anybody that's emailed the Washington football team over the years. That's what they're going through. Well, I'm just saying, but, but that's my point. If you go through all the team's emails, I'm just saying, if you decide to go through all the team's emails from, I don't know what how far back you'll yeah. go. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, this happened 10 years ago. And they took this action. So I was like, okay, now you really want to, I guess, what, you're trying to show you you're doing your due diligence. Okay, say you go through all those emails. You go back, you know, 15 years, 20 years, whatever, right? All right, you find something. But what's going to happen then? Is it Because if it's just going to be fines, I mean, these cats can pay that easily. Easy. Yeah, fine don't mean nothing to a billion. You know, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. So if it's just going to be fines, you know, I'm just gonna be like, okay, then. Well, you you basically just trying to say like, well, look at us, we just did something. Basically, you're doing what the Washington football team is doing by throwing Sean Taylor's, you know, yeah. name in the Ring of Honor. You like, look at us in the room. Like, don't, like, don't don't look at us as the bad guy. Look, no, we're doing something nice. We're doing something good. No, man, everybody ain't buying all that. And the sad thing is, they're gonna be those you know who are just so moronic. They'll be like, oh, they did, you know, put his name in the Ring of Honor. Man, get out of here. Yeah. You got to take away draft picks. You got to hit them where it hurt. You got to affect winning somehow. I said, Daniel Snyder just doesn't need to be running the Washington football team anymore. I mean, just like, what else does this do? I mean, I'm not even going to go there. But it's just like, but what else can possibly happen on this dude's watch? Yeah. And, and, I, and I'll say it again. I mean, just like, hypothetically, if Daniel Snyder was black, there's no oh. way he, he would have got away with this long. They would have got him out the paint. So, like I said, you, you can't sit here and tell me this is not the complexion for the protection, man. Come on, man. I'm, oh, it it's just been that kind of week, man. That's, it has. That's why, that's why I said it again, man. I'm glad getting this all out now because I said, you know, we, for our next show, I, said, I think we I think we pretty much got it set. 
you know, go ahead and throw a little tease out there for, for next episode. I'm assuming we're going to be doing that NBA Top 75. NBA, NBA Top, top 75. 75. I believe the leagues is coming out the 21st, the 22nd, and the 23rd. I heard they were doing it in 25-player increments mm-hmm. um, to coincide with, like, opening week. So, like, the first three days, they drop 25 each day. Um, so we'll, we'll have our list to kind of go off against whatever the league has. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm glad we got this got this one out the way. When we come back on Sunday, we're going to be talking about the upcoming NBA regular season. Yes, I know the Lakers went over in the preseason. I'm not worried at all. I don't care about the preseason. I care about the preseason because the Lakers went over, but you know who hasn't gone over? I'll tell you who. The soon to be, yo, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna say world champion. I ain't gonna say world champion in Chicago. Hey, you, you better, you better not. But all I know is, if they somehow win a championship in the next like two years, one, well, I will be in Grand Park. Like, <laughs> I, I will be there. If they, if the Bulls, won a championship here in these next two years, I'll buy a Bulls jersey. Yeah, man. We'll, I'll, we'll, I'll buy a Bulls jersey. I we, told we, you. we will get you fitted. For that, I'll, that Zach I'll, I'll tell you right. I'll tell you right now. If the Bulls won a won a championship this year, I'd wear a Luke Longley jersey. Man, you ain't gonna Luke find a Luke Longley. We, we ain't gonna find one of those. But, but we, <laughs> we, we we'll hook you up. We we will get you. Maybe that D Rose or something. Give me, give me you know, find me a Robin. Yeah, I, I, I can find you a. I can find you a Robin. That's find, easy enough. Find, find me a Robin. And then before we go, just want to do a quick, quick shout to the WNBA. Uh, the WNBA finals are underway. It is um, tied up 1-1 as of this recording. Uh, game three yes. is being played as we speak. I don't know what the score is of game three currently. But, uh, um, hold on. Let me, let me take a look real quick. Let me see if I can take a look real quick. Come on, I got the ESPN app. 46-24 to half Chicago Scott. Let's go. Let's go. I, I, I told I told my my teammate because you know he, he he says he's thinking about betting on the game. I was like, look, man, I got Chicago winning at home. I, I got them taking care of business. Cause yeah. I had to, I had them winning game too. But hey, no, Phoenix that was the worst down. officiated WNBA game I have seen in a long time. I mean, why wasn't Tarazi ejected? I'm like, she shouldn't even be in the game. Hitting these three through the referee like she pushed the ref, and then you're gonna find yeah. her later. Man, she needs to be suspended. Yeah. You're not gonna do nothing to the debatable goat, not in her home court. That's all right. Like I said, hey, I told him, I was like, look, man, I'm telling you, I got the Chicago Sky finishing it at home. 46 24 at the half right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Candace. Let's go, Candace. All right, Treva, go ahead and drop your social, sir. Hey, but before I do, man, um, I want to dedicate today's episode. Uh, you know, today is uh no infant loss day. You know, I'm not really mm-hmm. big on these days or anything like that, but uh, you know, something like this today, you know, really, you know, sticks out to me. I just want to dedicate this show to the memory of uh first of all, um my little cousin, um uh, well, she would have her name would have been Sierra. You know, she sadly died. Uh, you know, never got a chance to you know make it to birth. She died during the pregnancy. So I want to dedicate today's show to her and also dedicate the show to uh, Declan, who's uh, he was the son of a family friend of ours. Uh, sadly, you know, he died after a week. So I just want to dedicate you know, the show to their memories. 
you know, yeah, definitely. And also, known to, to, no, to all those who sadly may have lost, you know, a little one, man, you know, didn't didn't get to see, you know, you know, no like life as they you know as we as their parents obviously would have wanted them to. So, you know, it's, it's just sad. It's just sad. Yeah, definitely. Prayers out to everybody who has to go through that. But uh, yeah, but the uh, the Twitter handle, it is at t h e. M C G O D as in David I V A at V Mikadiva on Twitter. Alright, and I am at J Sug at J A Y S U G G. Alright, until we see you all again, we out. Later. <laughs>